up guys at C-Stacks and welcome back to This Week in Versus. We have a huge show for you today. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We got Spider-Man stuff. We got crossover stuff. We are going to talk about this mysterious Metabomb figure and is he on this podcast? Probably not. Um, and we got um, my usual host with me here today and we also have a special guest host uh, making his second appearance on the show. Uh, you guys want to introduce yourselves to the audience real quick. Ooh, what's going on, Anchor YouTube? It's your boy, Black Hurricane, a.k.a. the man of the hour. We'll talk about that later. Hey, everybody. Scott. What's going on, everybody? It's Small with the Globo Gym Captain here. <laughs> all right, thanks for coming on, everybody. Uh, all right, we got some big stuff, some crazy stuff to talk about. The Versus community has kind of exploded this week, as if a bomb were dropped on it, per you could say. Um, so let's go ahead and just talk about this thing first. Let's talk about the Outriders. Let's talk about Mayor Wilkins. Let's talk about Secret Tech. And let's talk about Metabomb. So you guys probably remember a couple weeks ago when Ralph Edwards put out his call to the community to find a way to, uh, to beat Outrider. Um, keep him from being the tier zero deck at midwinter. Um, and then last week, Mr. Ben posted a podcast saying that he believed Outrider to be uh, Tier 0. And he he said, I don't remember exactly how he put it, that it was the biggest gulf between Tier 0 and the other decks uh, that we've seen in the game so far. So he put out a call saying that if you... And I'll link this in the description, Mr. Ben's podcast, saying that if you could prove that you could consistently beat the Outriders, that he would give you free loot and bring you on the podcast. Which led to a Reddit user named Metabomb uh, posting all kinds of secret spice. Uh, he posted, and I'll link all this stuff down below, he posted a Mayor Wilkins strategy that involved using Mayor Wilkins' level 1 main character and what's that card called? Parallel Dimension to make a copy of your main character that is now invincible because it can never level up. Um, and then he posted a Valkyrie strategy to counter that. And then he posted his take on uh, Outriders. And this guy was totally anonymous at first. Um, so, and then Ralph had a freaking aneurysm because he thought his uh, um, Valkyrie spice had been spilled, even though he was the first person to put a call out to the community to find a solution to Outriders. Anyway, I'm just rambling on at this point. Uh, let's kick this off to Bert because I'm sure he has a lot to say about this situation. Okay, so listen up, all you folks back home. I, Bert Richardson, the Black Hurricane, the blonde-haired menace, he who walked away, the great betrayer, I am Metabomb19. I did this I did this for all of you, okay? I did not to turn heel. I didn't do this for Mr. Ben's crappy prizes. I did this for the betterment of the game. I did this for photo as a whole. Like it or not, there aren't enough photo cards to do cool things. So why should you get hoed going to midwinter by a bunch of shitty fucking three ones with six health or with 18 health? Excuse me. So I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shed the light. And I know you guys probably don't believe me, but if you look at the track record, I've been spilling secret sauce and strategies on the New York Minute. It was only a matter of time before I turned my head and, and looked at photo. And I did this for each and every one of you. So... You're welcome. And that's all I got to say about that. I, I'm going to jump in for a second real quick here because, Bert, I, I'm 
barely confident that you're a goddamn liar. And that's I, fine. <laughs> I, I don't expect you to believe that I would be capable of doing this. But you, I am metabolic. You're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> oh my you're Think so about dumb. it. Think about it. Think about it. Nice. I've been trying to I've been trying to push people in the right direction. I did that for Coda. I've been doing that for Five Life. Why wouldn't I do it for photo? You would have done it on your podcast. I'm trying I'm trying to save no, why? No. For my little thirty viewers, that's fine. They already know the deal. Okay? And they're gonna know the deal. But now everybody's gonna know the deal. I'm doing this for you, Stax. I'm doing this for Smallwood. I'm doing this for Scott. I'm doing this for everybody. Especially <laughs> the people in the Midwest or in the South that don't have a playgroup. Were they just supposed to get hold by Outriders if they were to go to Midwinter? I don't fucking think so. So, I'm standing up for them. I have my suit and tie on. I'm the defense lawyer. So get your shit right, because <laughs> I have more shit to spoil as well. There's sexy tech out there. Just wait. Just wait and watch. All right. Now that we've heard from the fucking the biggest liar in verses, uh, what's your take <laughs> on all this, Scott? Um, I'm Metal Bomb 19. possible um thing to to deal with outriders too so i think anybody who pays attention or even looks at the format can um glean some good ideas that's all i really have to say about that one all right let's hear from the real metabomb 19 smallwood <laughs> it's beautiful. All right, so what we need from uh, Bert is a screenshot of the Metabomb signed in on his phone. It's easy. It's easy fix. Uh, I'll take that, and then we'll. there'll be no other questions about it. Um, I don't hate the idea of spilling good decks before tournaments because, like, I feel like if people are naive enough to think there's just no counters and stuff, it's just going to make it for an unfun play experience. Obviously, on our group, we're more of a keep everything in-house, but there's stuff that gets posted all the time that we haven't even come across. And so, I mean, like, it's the more you keep secret, the better. But I think this is one of those obvious situations where it just kills the format. Where, like, Outriders, it's not like a secret that they were completely degenerate. Uh, and if, and like, if you think that's bad, wait till the mayor duplicates. That's like that game isn't even fun to play. I don't want to do it. Uh, we were proxying up some X Files stuff and doing that. And they, like, I, we were goldfishing a little bit. And I, it's just not fun. I don't know. This format seems horrible. <laughs> Uh, the Valkyries are really good counter. I'll give you that. That was a cool list. Uh, like even Ralph's take on it, the Ultron flipping up really quick. Like she does have a nice. I don't think she's actually that good against dogs, as he implies. Like they can still kind of high roll her a little bit. I agree. But she's really good versus that mare thing because she has the built-in kill the mare. Um, and like not there's I mean ninety nine percent of the main characters don't have an out in their sixty to that mare interaction because the photo just has such a tiny little card pool. That's my problem. Yeah. So let's let's touch on something yeah. we're talking about, which is um, 
what Bert or uh, what Ralph for some reason is super butthurt about is is it okay to spill quote unquote secret tech? Um, the thing I'm really confused about this is is that Ralph was the first person to draw attention to this, where he made his post saying, "Here's an outrider list. Find a way to beat it, please." And then Ben, Mr. Ben, pretty much did the exact same thing, except he called for show me proof that you can do it. So then when Metabomb did provide proof that you can do it, Ralph imploded, and now Ralph says he's not going to midwinter, the whole format is ruined, blah, blah, blah. What's your guys' take on that element of it? What <clears throat> my So my question is, why is Ralph so mad? Um, okay, well, me being Metabomb19, again, well, fuck you. And I gotta, I gotta drag that, I gotta drive that home. Um, I feel as though, you know, we talk a lot about, about, I've been talking a lot about deck builder pride, right? So if you have this, let's say, I'm gonna make a child, my baby, right? If you have a deck that you've been working hard on and no one else has saw, right? You're gonna feel some type of way if somebody just comes out and's like, hey, look at that thing. That thing's out there. Look at that child right there, you know? Um, especially in cases where where they otherwise wouldn't have shown up, right? I like to think about Kingpin in Gen Con 17. What if there were 12 Kingpins back then, right? Wouldn't be as special. Especially because I know how hard John Phillips worked on that. He worked so hard. that take It must have taken like 500 games of straight ass beating to be like, okay, well, we probably just lose to Thor. Or we probably have a terrible matchup against this deck, right? But he still did it anyway, and they, we fucking did our thing out there back then. So I can understand not wanting to spill the sexy sauce. However, I have to bring it back because there are people that don't have any kind of sauce. They don't have any kind of com- competitive backbone. So what? Are they just supposed to get hold because of secret tech? No. To that, I say... Let's get all the tech out there, even the bad stuff. And it's your job as a player, as a versus player, to make the distinction for yourself. Don't worry. It's not over yet, baby. (laughs) We got so much more to talk about, man. No sexy tech. No secret tech. That's all I got. That's my time. What's your take, Scott? Um... I'm kind of in the middle on both on both things. I see kind of Bert's point of view. And as somebody who's just a single, not on a team, at least in this uh, this game, um, I kind of get that I don't have, you know, people to bounce ideas off and input and all that sort of stuff. And when you're in that sort of situation, um, it's, it's valuable and interesting to hear other people's... Uh, creative input, creative ideas. Uh, and I think that can happen to a lot of people in this game because it's so small. And that encourages people that are in that venue or that situation to maybe come out and play the game. And that's good. Um, I also see the point of view of if you're on a team and you're trusting other people to test with and... Um, developed lines to play with for a deck and other situations like that that you want to keep that in-house and see and i can appreciate that too having been on numerous teams and other games um in my gaming history so 
some sort of like easy going, whatever it is, it is. Yeah, I think I, I agree with you. Uh, what, what's your take on this small one? You're a part of uh, one of the more prominent teams in Versus and Globo Gym, and you have a couple championships under your belt. So what's your take on Secret Sauce, and, and why is Ralph so angry? All right, well, all right. So I'm actually – all right, so uh, Bert's on favor and Scott's – but I guess I'll play the other side because I feel like that's how it is. We want to – we keep everything in-house, so we have a group chat of like 12 people to play the game. Uh, not all of them travel, and then we like every little bit of information you spill just makes the competition more steep. I mean, we're playing for the money, the prizes, more importantly, like the bragging rights. It's like a competitive, like it's just a drive for us. Obviously, it's not like we want a real competitive venture to play a game with a much bigger competitive scene, but we also like the game. Um, secret sauce wise, it's like like what like Bert would say earlier about the uh, you take pride in a build. That was a perfect example when we did our pixie into maximus deck that we took to gen con this past year and we gave it to a few of our teammates that weren't they didn't test enough mimic to feel comfortable so they we said here just take this solitaire deck we've been designing for like six months we would like we've had that deck for over ever since he was printed we just never could get it good then they printed like global information network and although the us mimic players got rolled by turn one tin boob like probably 15 times we we were so happy to see our other players like Ryan Zammer top eighting with it. He had never topped with anything before, so he got his he cracked his top eight with another player. We taught him to play the game on the way to Gen Con, and he just played that deck. And he would have he was X two and he conceded to me, or else he, I mean like he might have top eighted as well. Like it was just a really cool deck, and I get taking the pride in your uh, creations because we do that all the time. We've had a lot of decks in the closet that never even come to light because something better comes out. It happens all the time, right? Um. So we kind of keep everything in-house, and I get why he's a little upset, but my problem is with him being upset is that Valkyrie is not by any means that secretive. She was very obviously good. Mm -hmm. She was, and once you realize, like, that Ultron thing was a really cool build thing, but once you realize her leveling speed is actually insanely fast, she looks more like a Thor deck than she does, like, a secret deck. She just levels fast, she's giant, and she has an out to the two dumbest decks in the format. So I don't feel like she would have been the most played... But, I mean, like, she's going to show up. If Apex was on it like they said they were, I mean, we were looking at her as an answer. We didn't have, like, a Tune 60 or anything. So, obviously, Bert just completely rolled everyone, even though he's lying. And then but, – but, <laughs> but, so, I think I'm on the side. We, we keep so much in-house, and I love to talk about it after the formats, and, and that's why it's more fun for us. But uh, I, I respect it. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into grinding. Just, But I agree. I see Bert's point of view. That not every group has that like six, seven people to bounce ideas off of and grind and jam. I mean, we have, we have, luckily and fortunately enough, our, our team, quote unquote, is really just a bunch of friends that play the game. I mean, we just have a good time, and we we really don't grind too many games more so than just arguing about what's terrible. You know, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll be in the middle here, uh, kind of like Scott, like as someone who for a long time didn't have a play group or didn't have a, a team per se. Um, like before I joined up with John and Bert and all them, I was mostly just theory crafting and I would just play what I thought was good. I didn't get to play very much. And that was always really frustrating going into a tournament. Um, but also like if you have some secret sauce that it's your baby you've been working on, I don't see anything problem. I don't, I don't see a problem with keeping that in house, but also like if you want to share your stuff, I don't think anybody can say shit. Like that's your prerogative. It's not like anybody, nobody hacked ralph's phone and stole his valkyrie list you know what i'm saying like i don't think he has a leg to stand on and uh, uh, to robert's point um did like i don't think valkyrie was that far out of left field or anything like as soon as that wilkins thing hit from metabomb uh not bert but the real metabomb 
Uh, immediately after, <laughs> holy shit, this is broken, it was, okay, so how do you beat it? Well, you need a way to KO their main character without <laughs> wounding it. So I, we just looked at the photo cards, and within like five minutes, we came up with Valkyrie. So I, I think most people probably had the same experience. I, I, I just, I don't get why Ralph's so mad, but uh, I kind of, I'm kind of in the middle. I see both sides on the on the secret sauce issue. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add on this? Uh, I would say one thing. Like, uh, it's not just that it got spilled. He did issue a challenge to the community to post an Outriders list, which of course was going to incur backlash on like what beat it, and then can you prove what beats it? I mean, like it was it was going to happen. When you post an Outriders list and you sell people to beat it, no one's just going to take your word that insert the blank beats it. Exactly. He started this. He literally yeah. started all this. Like, we've had vague ideas that we haven't even grinded. Like, yeah, Dormammu's got a ton of health. Uh, Groot SC makes you have a million turns to eventually just kill the dogs. The intangible chick, Ghost, that's a really hard matchup. Like, they have to they have to kill Monger her ability away to get in. So you have a lot of turns. But, like, none of this stuff was hard test or anything. And if, if we did, we obviously wouldn't post it. So I guess I see his point, but Again, he started it, so that's my only point there. <laughs> yeah, like, he keeps saying, like, well, I didn't tell anybody to post lists. Well, you posted a list, and then, what, people responded with lists, and now you're mad? I don't I don't understand this. I will say one thing on his behalf. Uh, if you're testing Valkyrie, right, and you're not doing the Ultron Heimdall thing, your testing will be 99% different and <laughs> horrible compared to the regular version of Valkyrie, which never levels. Oh man! Uh, like that is that's like the reason it was so fast. It was just like, oh, I leveled on two almost all the time. Three, four—that's good enough because she can instantly kill a dude. So I, 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 I get it's a little frustrating, but you also have still like three weeks to. You can still play her. She's still insane. Like I don't know. That's all. <laughs> oh man! All right, moving on. Um, so let's talk about some smaller things. Uh. Unless uh, Bert or Scott, do you have anything else to add? Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to add that me being Metabomb nineteen and everything, um, Stax, you seem to not believe that I'm capable of of playing degenerate, grimy decks. Do you really think Mayor's clone, the government, as I've been calling it? Uh, do you really think the government deck is not something I would play? Is that no? I think I it sounds do? exactly like something you would play, and I think it sounds exactly like the kind of thing that you would keep to yourself. No man. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You didn't man. go you didn't go blabbing handlock, you didn't go blabbing um John Cena. Because Mimic. I didn't I didn't appreciate thirty two one jobs. Shout out to Mimic players out there. You guys are all geniuses. Um I didn't appreciate I didn't appreciate the opportunity to share and, and make everyone better at the same damn time. I was so worried about how do I make this deck as, as successful as I possibly can, but now everybody else can reap the benefit of, of, of my hard work. That's a real thing that's going to happen. People are going to play the government. People are going to play Valkyrie with Ultron in it. People are going to play Outriders. You know what I mean? The game has just gotten better overnight because of what I did. It is what it is, man. Metabomb 19. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I have more to share. And everybody's going to, Midwinter is going to be a better tournament for it. No, that's that that's that's a load of crap. There, <laughs> you you want your money. He's just not you, gonna believe. He doesn't no, want to believe. You want to go to midwinter and you want to win. And there's no way you would have. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. What makes you What makes you think I don't have a 
brilliant 62 Wasp deck right now. Also, didn't Metabomb specifically decks. say that he's not going to the event and we know that you're going to the event? Well, maybe I was just trying to throw everybody off my trail, man. Listen, my methods, my methods are supreme. And I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. And you guys are going to thank me on the other side of this. That's it. That's I'm not going to say anything else about this. All right, we'll just take the screenshot. It's fine. <laughs> screenshot of the sign-in. I'll let the I screenshot of the, the sign-in. I'm going to have the evidence. Watch. All right. There we go. He has All to right. get it from the real Metabomb first. <laughs> All right, so whoever Metabomb is, if you're listening to this, Will the real Metabomb please stand up? Because I'm sick of listening to this guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's my line. Oh, my God. Hey, let me ask this. Uh, Smallwood and Scott, who, who do you think the real Metabomb is? Yeah, Scott. Mm-hmm. I, if I had to guess, I would pick... Uh, I'd probably pick Veets. I think it's Veets. Oh, you think it's Vito? Yeah. All the way out there in in L.A., who's uh, probably giggling his little butt off and uh, <laughs> twisting stash and being like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> I get the best guess. I get the best guess, right? So uh, he wouldn't answer his phone to come on the podcast, right? So it's indefinitely <laughs> John. Uh, he's the mastermind behind all the cancerous decks. Um, so <laughs> he gets, <laughs> he wants to mimic kill you on four and take it all the way to the finals until the deck took a dump on itself. I mean, he just loves to kingpin people. I mean, it seems like up their alley. I would say, though, if you're the Metabomb guy, you obviously are inclined to post if you're not going. Unless you're a masochist like Bert and he did do it. Uh, <laughs> like, because, I mean, that Meridag would literally, like, there's so little interaction. I, it, like, you will just, you could play 59 total cards to that game plan and, like, one each drop Thanos. And you would win. Like, you, you wouldn't have to actually care. You win every game in time except the finals. <laughs> you put one, like you put more than one wound on them, they can't win. I, it's, that deck, like if I go to a tournament played against that, I'd probably just concede and go do something else. <laughs> All right, straight up, here's a good example. This actually happened to me. So the very first Gen Con of versus two PCG, where the game was launched at the con, I didn't have a team. I went by myself with Dragon Ball Z players because they're terrible. Uh, and so I played by myself. I opened the box and I read Star Lord. And I'm like, man, ramping to these guys up seems broken. So I'm gonna play this ramp deck. So I play against David Leader and I go like, drop Drax on four, pass. This is broken. Like my Star Lord's hiding behind Drax, who has like grab. I got this game. And he goes like, play four guys, crash, discard your hand. I drop from the tournament at two two. I I got Thanos. I dropped my I dropped from the tournament and went and played like any other game ever with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I obviously was way off base here. And realistically, if he didn't draw a fail rate, he probably would have won the whole tournament. Uh, like he got run over by Storm in top four, and then she hit a fail rate, and that's how Sal won that finals. But I mean, that's just a good example, <laughs> the unfun scenario. And that was the whole two years of that game, teaching people to yeah. play and win a boxes, and they were gauntleting on three and four after Kane was printed. I mean, just how is that fun for anyone? <laughs> and the mayor is almost equally as bad, except you have to play a forty-five minute game instead of conceding. Like, All come right. on. We, let's put it how bad this was. I had a group of about eight people who played the game in Pittsburgh with me, and after the Kane Thanos thing came out, we were down to two. <laughs> so it's like it had a devastating effect on the game. Yeah, we, we had to house roll them out. It's it's crazy. Like I don't know how. After you know how broken Thanos is, and then you print Kane like two sets later, 
or like after Wilkins already exists, you print a card that makes an infinite main character. Ugh, I just, oh man, it's yeah. That's a good segue uh, to deal with the uh, super awesome games who we know all and love. Uh, I got to issue like a problem here. Like you just please get better designing cards or just read them, you know, like just read them once. <laughs> We've had a string of bad things happen in this game since it was brought out. You printed Thanos. I get it. It was an oversight. No one thought four locations and all that XP was going to be quick. But afterward, you printed Kane after he was the best main character, like you said, right? Wonderful. You print Thor. I mean, back then he was degenerate. And now hindsight, he's fine. But uh, running people over, why does he have Berserker? No one understands. <laughs> why does he put neg six in, in, into any dude for two locations i mean none of it makes sense it's like they're obviously just slightly untested it's like and it's the string keeps going and rogue and mimic every format ever completely bodied by one badly designed card outriders the mayor duplicate it's very frustrating if these cards didn't exist photo would be the best format we've ever had without outriders and duplicate right but it's not now it's the worst it's literally the worst. I'd rather play Mimic format. I'd rather play Singularity. I'd oh, rather play Corset only with Thanos back in the game. Like, that was horrible. Oh. This is horrible. At least back then, you could kill oh. him before he leveled. I mean, like, yeah, like come on. If we're talking about cards that seem untested, like, I feel like Outrider is the worst example of that so far. Like, like six main characters with 18 life and 18 power ferocious. I... I don't know how, like, you didn't play one game of that and be like, this is way too fast. Like, you start the game five, six turns ahead of your opponent. It instantly deletes any number of main characters from the format. There's, like, photo before Outrider and photo after is just completely different. You can't play any of those cards anymore. Correct. It's it's a lot. It reminds me a lot of uh, Thor in Legacy launched because nothing was oh as fast God. as him, and nothing could answer him. There was no unfair decks at the time, like there was no like W O or like alt wins. The game was just turn right with some deck, right? Yeah. So he just there was nothing you could do but build him to beat the mirror, which is what we did and why we had four of our players in the top four of Origins that year. Like our decks were we we dumped the mirror eighty percent, which is not how mirrors are supposed to go. But we grinded so many games the mirror made our head hurt, but that our builds were so efficient and they were more tuned to build like beat like Mystique and stuff, which we just assumed we were better than every other deck. I mean, it, it's not always perfect. I did take a loss to Spider-Man from the core set in Swiss with that Thor deck, so it's not perfect. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, like, it, and once we top eight it, it was it, everything was a buy. If he played correctly, formed correctly, the value that Thor could put by playing no cards and playing constant pressure... It's just like, did they read Thor? It's the question. I it's like comes back to that. Like you said, all right, did they read the Outriders? Like, the Outriders, if they just said they can't have plus one counters, it's fine. It's completely balanced. It's how it should be. They shouldn't get large, because that's what makes them like they know Grandmasters in the game. They made the card a year ago. <sighs> it's just super frustrating. I'd like to point out, like I I don't think I've ever seen Swarm mean six. Why are there six of them? Wouldn't four, like, the max copy you could play without going full Legion would have been four, right? Also, yeah. first yeah. strike, first, dude, Ferocious is so grimy on a main. Are you joking me? Who made this? <laughs> why, why do you have 18 Ferocious power, turn zero, before the game even starts? You it know, feels I'm, bad, just at the, I'm at the point myself where I'm just, like, there's so many messed up like combos and stuff. Just make it all secret wars. Just 
screw the photo illustrated, let them all be in so that there's more answers. So everybody can find answers and just be done with it. I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. Who made that? What, how? What did the Outrider mirror look like in, in development for you to think that, that, oh, well, there has to be six of them, right? They have to have three life apiece. <laughs> they need first strike. Like, who did that? Who the only thing I can think that? of is, like, if maybe they, when they first designed it, maybe they started off with eight. And maybe we got lucky with just six. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I, I think it's. I think it's honestly to me they just designed for flavor. Uh, they're really. They seem like casual guys, and they build. They do it. They're ex- excellent at flavor. So I think that's what happened. They were just like, oh, the Outriders are a bunch of dogs in the Avengers movie. Let's make them. A, oh, like a start with six of them. Yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. Hey, do you care if this is going to ruin the next year of the formats? No, nah, not at all. Let's print it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I. Well, I think they 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 design more for casual and for theme. That's got to be what it is. There is for, no competitive uh, thought for competitive. There can't be. Like you like you said, the flavor is always great, but I think sometimes it's at the the detriment of of like the health of the game. But you know, uh, I don't know. I digress. I, I uh, anyway, let's move on to some of these less controversial topics. Let's talk about upcoming sets. So we got a bunch of information over the last like week and a half about all the upcoming releases uh so let's just go in order let's talk about crossover which i was gonna pull up this image so that i could read from it but i forgot because i'm bad at podcasts okay so we have we've now seen the box art for crossover volume two which is the december release the one it'll be the release immediately following x files and I was surprised to see that there's a bunch of Spider-Verse stuff on here. So, on the cover of the box, we have Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Gwen, and Spider-Ham. And I'm just going to read the side of the box real quick, and then we'll talk about it. So, it says, The final installment to Volume 2 of Versus System 2 PCG not only expands the rosters of eight different teams, Champions, Inhumans, Shield, Hydra, Brotherhood, Spider-Friends, Resistance, and Hammer but also includes members of the powerful Elders of the Universe, uh, the devious tactics of Mastermind, and characters from across the Spider-Verse. Complete your Volume 2 collection and take your place as the master of the multiverse. Uh, So right off the bat, I was surprised to see Spider-Verse stuff on here, only because uh, the next three months after this are all uh, Spider-Man stuff. So, like, we got Spider-Gwen on the cover of this, um, but we already, and we'll talk about this in a second, we're getting Spider-Gwen in one of the other sets, so are we going to get two Spider-Gwen main characters? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, what we know so far about Crossover Volume 2? We can start with Bert. Uh, okay, so a bunch of Spider-Idiots on the cover. Not really into that. I'm not really a Spider-Man fan, but I'm not going to shame anybody for liking that crap. Um, Spider-Ham, he's probably going to be a joke. Uh, Spider Gwen, I fully imagine her to be a force, considering the Spider Idiots are getting their own arc next year, and we already know that she's going to be in another box later down the line. So, a force Spider Gwen probably makes some kind of sense, and then Spider Man Noir, he probably has stealth or some 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 whack. But I'm hoping we have some new win cons, some fair stuff. We don't need another DP, um, another Maximus, whatever. That's fine, but. I'm hoping we get a Brotherhood one-drop with two life, and I hope we can start looking back to pre-monsters and really getting more main characters into playable zone. 
those are my opinions. <laughs> uh, what's your take, Scott? Um, I'm so psyched that Spider-Ham's on the cover. I knew um, you would be. Yeah, you said that like the last three podcasts. <laughs> like, like uh, if he's going to be a main character, that's going to be hilarious. I'm just going to enjoy that for just the enjoyment of it. Um, I'm also from a more competitive point of view, more excited to see that it sounds like we're going to get all the rest of the elders of the universe that we're going to be able to throw the free gems on. And that's going to be interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Scott or, uh, Smallwood? Well, I'll, like, so I don't really want to speculate too hard, but they, it's weird how, uh, they like have all these really uneven teams and instead of like evening out the card base for each team, they kept like printing more random small teams like spider friends and brotherhood. So the OCD in me wants to think that, uh, between this three spider arcs and crossover that it's going to bring up, uh, spider friends up to speed on being like the size of like the core teams that are gigantic. But I don't think they really have too much, uh, I want to say a drive to make that happen. It's just like, there's just a bunch of uneven teams, which makes the loyal stuff a little frustrating, but, uh, Whatever. I mean, like, the spider cards are really cool and flavor-wise, the Spider-Verse and the clones and all that, all of his lore is really cool for having clones of himself. More spider characters make Scarlet Spider a little more fun. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. Uh, I'd imagine it's an A-Force main character, because it's been a while since they got anything. Like, the crossover generally has, what, a little bit of everything for every team, even going back to, like, Marvel Battles. So, Gwen, like, an A-Force MC wouldn't seem too far-fetched. Yeah, my only thing is, uh, just looking onto the side of the box here, A-Force uh, is not one of the teams listed. So, because I, I had the same thought, but now that I'm just confused. So, I, my theory now is that it'll be level one and two, Spider Friend, Spider Gwen, and then in whatever Spider set she's in, we'll get like a level three Spider Gwen. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, Spider Ham is probably going to be ridiculous. I'm very excited for Spider Man Noir. I think that'll be really cool. And as far as these other teams, um,. What else? Uh, Champions, Inhumans. Those teams definitely could use the push. Uh, Shield and Hydra will be really cool. I hope I hope those teams get loyalty plot twists. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll be uh, really cool. Last time we got a crossover set, we got Dark Phoenix supporting character. I uh, kind of am praying we don't get anything uh, like that this year. <laughs> I think you will. I think it'll be Mastermind. That's probably Mastermind true. Mastermind will probably... Yeah. <laughs> I want a lab maniac. For those of you who don't know, there's a card in Magic named Laboratory Maniac. He, I think he's a two mana two two, so he's a bear. But he says if you would draw cards and you have none left, you win the game. Um, think about that for a second. I'm gonna let you marinate on that. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 get some let's get some draw all the cards. Proceed to win. I'd love to see Cho Hulk. I'd love to see Doctor Strange. I'd love to see uh, Kitty Star Lord. Let's get some some quote unquote unplayable mains. Let's get them into the into the fray, man. I'm sick of this meta. I'm sick of meta. And that's it. That's all I got. All right. So uh, let's move on to the next set. After that, so we're moving into the verse arc in uh, early 2020. This is the Spider Man arc um, that we were talking about. And I was very surprised to see this in uh, February for the Friendly Neighborhood arc. So I'll link this down below, but we have all the set descriptions for um, all three of these uh, Spider-Man sets. So let's start with uh, February um, 
2020 is Friendly Neighborhood, and it will be a photographic set. It says, in this new story arc, the verse uh, expands on the popular characters and teams within the Spider-Man universe. This Friendly Neighborhood issue brings Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home films into Versus System 2 PCG. Not only does this set have the MCU webhead, but also his adversaries, Vulture and Mysterio. So, I was pretty surprised to see this. Um, I knew they could do MCU Spider-Man. They just can't, I believe, do him in the same box as other MCU stuff because it's a separate license. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, it's, I'm surprised, and it's interesting because we haven't seen yet photographic and illustrated sets in the same arc. So, um, photographic is this first one, and the other two are presumably illustrated because they expand on, um, it specifically references, uh, Sinister Six. Um, but, uh, here, I'll just go through all three, and then we'll just talk about them all, uh, as one lump sum. Uh, so the, so that's the first set in February. In March is Spider-Foes. Since this set comes with the biggest enemies and greatest villains that Spider-Man has ever faced, the Spidey-Foes issue expands on the already formidable Sinister Syndicate team, it brings together a dastardly collection of infamous villains from Spidey's past, such as Chameleon, Shocker, and Hobgoblin. Ooh, Hobgoblin will be cool. And then the next set after that is Webheads. It says, does whatever a spider can. This set has spiders from well-known to obscure. Superior Spider-Man, Spider-UK, a spider-powered Gwen Stacy, and more. The web-slinging heroes come from across the Spider-Verse, where they've gathered a spider army fully loaded with an arsenal of quips and thwips to expand on your deck with these amazing spider heroes. So uh, what are your guys' thoughts on all these Spider-Man sets? Are you surprised to see a photographic Spider-Man thrown in here? Uh, let's start with Smallwood this time. All right. Uh, I think it's uh, surprising. I mean, I hope they can handle the great stuff that Photo's doing for enjoyment of everyone. <laughs> um, so that'll be really great. I can't wait to not buy that issue. But they have uh, <laughs> they have the second two. I'm surprised it's Syndicate. Like, that team's gigantic. They got, like, two small arcs, a whole legacy content, like, crossover content. I mean, like, I don't know. Are you trying to make some granddaddy teams or something? I don't know. It's just really weird that there's some super tiny teams like Brother and Spider Friends. And the Spider Foes are going to not – instead of expanding, like, Sinister Six – they're going to go more with Syndicate, but hopefully the cards are cool. I mean, like the cross for the MC's got to be good if they want to carry these other teams. Like, it's always about the main characters. Doesn't matter how good the supports are, they're just going to get splashed into other decks. If you want the teams to be good, you want them to be playable, you got to pump some MC's to make them viable. Yeah, uh, Scott, what are your thoughts? Um, kind of surprised that it's split as photo and then two illustrated i'm very surprised about that but i guess for uh competitive play it'll kind of spice up the las vegas march event so it won't be the same thing as uh, midwinter <laughs> um but maybe uh maybe uh meta mind will uh be able to figure something out for that you know <laughs> yeah. we'll have to see we'll have to see how good he is um pretty excited to see superior spider-man uh I think that'll be cool. Oh um, man, I'm, uh, that'll be really cool. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it's like, like Smallwood said. Uh, it's kind of like you definitely need to have good MCs. It's always been the case in this game. The good MCs rise to the top, and like then you have a whole bunch of trash ones that never, never, ever get played, um, unless they do something format-wise to to force it. So, um. Just gonna look forward to it. Hope it's some good stuff. Yep. 
Uh, all right, not Metabomb. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Man, I was going to say, I can't believe we, we've been so unfortunate enough. Who stepped under the ladder? We got, what, four months straight of photo cards, right? And then we're getting crossover, and then we're rolling right into photo again. Feels bad, man, especially because I know how it's going to go in the winter, and nobody's going to want to buy that crap. But I will say Tom Holland Spider-Man probably needs to be in the photo side. Um, I'm really surprised that it's in that arc. Like, Sinister Six and Spider-Friends have the lowest amount of support in the game, period, aside from Brotherhood. Um, I would have liked... I don't know, man. I would have liked to see... I would have liked to see that be a mix of, like, hey, these guys are dual-affiliated, you know? Like... He's he was he was a spider friend and he was Sinister Six. Whoa, you know, um, we we need to we need to prioritize because at this point, Photo has a lot more cards than some of the illustrated teams. And if you look, some of those illustrated teams that don't have that much play or don't have that much support, they don't get played at all. So, well, the mains, right? We were talking about the mains earlier. I I don't know. I would just like to see some stronger stuff uh, for those teams. Some like big big numbers. In terms of support and twists, um, I'm sure Tom Holland will do his thing. Who else is who? I haven't even seen those movies. Who else is in those movies? <laughs> you haven't seen uh, oh, wow. the guy who plays Mysterio, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, you mean Donnie Darko? Uh, Jake. Yeah, That's Jake Gyllenhaal. Right yeah, I'm excited uh, to see the Mysterio main character, Vulture main character. We got Michael Keaton in the game now. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But like, I know Nick Fury was in in the second one, right? Yeah, that's bit, that's my main bit? question is, who are all the heroes going to be? Because like right. you can't put Iron Man in that box, I don't think. Like, so I mean, there's Spider Man. There's what are we going to get? Like a Ned main character? That sucks. An enough. MJ main character. <laughs> uh, my only thing I can think of is um, I could easily see them doing multiple um, Spider Man main characters. Like maybe we'll get like a Spider Man and an Iron Spider, something. Yeah, like that. I could. See, I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if you see Iron Spider. Yep. Uh, that was that would have been just, mine. I don't know, man. I just, that that seems like such a weird placement for for that box. But Bert, Bert, everybody Bert loves brought photos, up something. So. Everybody Dude, loves photos, of... so we're just gonna play that. <laughs> oh, Bert man. brought up something that's kind of like bugging me too. Part of the thing I thought about Photo Universe was supposed to be an easy entry point where somebody could jump in and, you know, be able to play the game. I did not think we were going to be getting, like, all the sets we're getting, like, recently. The three, uh, the three gem arcs that didn't have any gems in them and then, and then, uh, X-Files and then we're getting a photo on Spider-Verse. It almost seems to me in some ways to be contradictory to what their point was for that set is to make it like an easy, like you can just grab these MCU sets, jump in and, and be able to play the game without having to find some hard to find, you know, illustrated sets that are like two and three years old. Well, that's let a, me, let me jump that's in. That's a good because... point though. Well, sorry, real quick. Uh, like yeah, I, yeah. Just, I think those three, the three MCU sets we just got, the ones named after the gems that don't have gems in them, I think that probably should have just been one 200 card box. Yeah. If we're if the whole point 100%. is to is to keep it nice and simple, um, I think you should have just combined those. Uh, anyway, what are you gonna say, Bert? Um, all right, it's about to leave me, but I was gonna say 
I'm starting to believe that it wasn't really the intent of the devs to have the movie cards be a, a starting platform for new players. What I think was going on was if you look at if you think about photo cards by themselves, photo against photo in a regular 30 to 35 minute game, it doesn't feel like versus two PCG. I remember telling you about this though. We were talking about this the other day. They it feels like a completely different game. It's no question that illustrated rock the illustrated binder is super degenerate and it's probably not going to change. In fact, it's probably going to get worse as we get more and more cards for it. But photo being very little, you know, you play a guy, you do his thing, you know, your main character is way more important. There aren't as many degenerate, well, I mean, not anymore, but there aren't as many degenerate loops and combos, right? Um, I feel like photo was supposed to be a hard reset on the game. This is this is just me. I love conspiracies, but it just, I don't know. It just feels like a completely different game if you really think about it. I mean, and like... I like photo as its as its own game. I mean, not so much right now, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think photo's a, a fine enough format minus Outriders, and now minus Parallel Dimension. But yeah, I mean, if it, if the intention is that it's supposed to be an easy jump on point, I think you should take. I don't think photo should be printed in these fifty five card boxes. Just make it combine the stuff, make it easier. Yeah. Uh, as far as the other two sets. Uh, Thank God we're getting more Spider Friend stuff because I love that team, but like you, you just you can't play it. They do not have enough support. Um, so I'm excited to see more uh, Spider Friend stuff. Again, it mentions Gwen Stacy in here, so I'm confused by that. I don't know what's going to happen with Gwen Stacy main character. I'm assuming it's referring to a main character because almost always, this isn't a hard and fast rule, but almost always, the ones on the cover of the box and the ones that they name specifically in the description, they're almost always the main characters. Um. Uh, I'm really excited to see Hobgoblin. I think that'll be really cool. And I hope some of these Sinister Syndicate main characters are like actual level one, level two main characters instead of just being part of the Sinister Six. Um, I think that would be something cool to see. Anyway, so I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, kind of surprised they put Photo in here. Um, and I'm intrigued to see how they're going to fill that set out. Um, probably just going to have a bunch of boring characters like Ned and MJ and stuff like that. But... Anyway, should be cool. You guys have anything else you want to add real quick? Uh, just that uh, they brought up a good point, not to pertaining directly to those three previews, is the uh, the, the photo thing. I, like, started off, like, they were like, oh, I was a little entry point, but then there became a point where it was all not good enough, so they had to release more cards for it to be playable, but then then you're crossing that barrier point of a low entry point. So now, like, look, take these as a format, for example. If you want to play a, like, big, big Apple format, you had to go back to all these random arcs to fill, fill those teams out. And then it just kept going, and then now we're doing, like, so they they need to keep these, and these arcs are small, right? So you can't just do, like, the last three months of cards. There's just not enough. So you're always going to have this crazy barrier entry to every format they do. I, I know most of their, like, fan bases, established players who've been playing forever, but if anyone wants to play in tournament, you're talking, like, we had a friend who wanted to just come in and play, and we're looking at, like, $200 in sets to just play, like, one deck. Uh, just Something's got to be done design-wise or format-wise to kind of rein it in, and we'll see what happens, what they do. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I like formats a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of formats, but like, I feel like it's that that is a huge barrier for new players. Like, in the example you gave of like Big Apple format, like you have to buy a bunch of different sets just so that you can use a tiny part of that product that you just bought. Like, it just 
as a new player, I think that would feel bad. Like, to even make a legal deck, I have to buy six sets. But of those six sets I bought, I can only use, like, less than half of the cards that I just bought. Um, but anyway, not to talk too much crap, because I do like the idea of formats. And I think there are probably formats that they could do um, that would probably get around that. Um, some form of rotation or something. Um, anyway, so uh, we'll see what happens with that in the future. Other than that, those were the main ones, I think. Uh, the other thing is we have a bunch of information now for um, the upcoming New Jersey Regional, um, which will be on December 7th. I'm just going to read this off because there's a lot of cool stuff in here. So Tim posted this the other day, so it is on, in, on December 7th at Time Warp Games and Comics uh, in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. Uh, the format is Life's Too Short. Entry costs $25. Start time is at 12 p.m. Uh, it's five rounds of Swiss. Cut to top eight. Um, it says all players will receive a promo for entry. Winner gets a Gen Con round one buy. Uh, winner receives the newest winner mat, uh, which I think is the Thanos one. Uh, top two get an oversized card. Top, top four receive the newest set. Top four receive the newest top format. And the cash breakdown, I'm not going to read it all off. You guys can go look at this in the description. Um, they're also doing a $100 cash bonus for and an oversized card for the person who places highest with a photo deck. Um, so, yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on the New Jersey Regional? I understand that I think Bert and Smallwood, you guys are both going to be at this thing, right? I will be there for sure. <laughs> yeah, hopefully most of our crew will be there. It's our backyard and we're the driving force behind organizing it. So, I hope we all have a good turnout. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is uh, your... Because um yeah Tim is uh he's Globo Jim so he's uh he's part of this whole thing. For as much as I've suffered in this goddamn format, I better fucking show up. Should play the Mayor Wilkins thing for the hundred dollars. I should, right? <laughs> oh, There's so little interaction with that even in Illustrated. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I I like a lot of these prizes and stuff. Um. So they got the whole, it's guaranteed $2,500 cash pool, and they're doing oversized card, they're giving out sets, they're doing mats and stuff. This uh, this seems like a like a really good time. I wish I could go to this. Yeah, I'll say uh, in terms of like, organ we found the driving force is never the money. Uh, like, obviously, it's really cool to get some cash for your travel expenses and all that. But like, everyone just wants big cards and to put them on their wall. Like, if I could show you a panorama of my game room, there's like 12 giant cards all over my wall. Uh, it's really great. It's like the best part about the game. Like, we love giant cards. Getting free expansions before they're even like out. Like, the last time we ran this, he had Shield vs. Hydra before it was released. That was really cool. It was almost like a pre-release event. So, like, Mark just hooked... I get, like, shout-out to Mark Shaughnessy just, like, hooking it up with the prizes because that's what people want. They want big cards. They want sets. Uh, the buy is always great. Uh, they don't do much for you if, it's, if you're me, but you can have them. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no lock there. Uh, but it, it's, like, it's just... The prizing is so great that it's, like, it's just... You're going to have a good time almost no matter what. Yeah, yeah, this definitely seems like a good event. Uh, like you said, big shout-out to Mark uh, for all the increased prize support and everything. This looks, looks like it's going to be a super fun time. Uh, shout-out to Tim and shout-out to Smallwood and your whole crew for putting this thing together. Uh, I'll have all this information linked down below. So, uh, yeah, go go play some Life's Too Short. Hopefully we get a stream going or at least record the games or something for everybody because yeah, there probably yeah. won't be any of the tournament for this format. 
to discuss it and see what maybe some of the teams who don't make it to this might have came up with, maybe better or worse, etc. And also, it's a good spinning off point that all those prizes, it's not like we had to push too hard. Like, Mark can make that happen. So hopefully midwinter, now that it's, like, officially and sponsored and, like, the other ones they are going to fire off in, like, Seattle. I don't know who the fuck lives there. But, uh, yeah. like, they're just going to – like, hopefully all these prizes just aren't all of them. So everyone can just get all this cool swag and it's, like, a reason to go play the game. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was gonna like message Mark and say like, hey, if if Upper Deck wants to like fly me out to all the events so I can stream them, I'll 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 do that. I'll I'll take the bullet by not being able to play in all the events. If you guys want to fly me out and I'll do a stream for every regional, um, I know that's probably a, a huge long shot, but well, they need some kind of like they they need it. I mean, someone ha- like can't volunteer streaming the the 5k like i mean that's got to be done they have to get that going this should be twitched it should be recorded if they twitch it they can they, they stream it they can vod it like they need someone at all these events i mean it's just it's free advertisement you're gonna pay it back in the amount of people that are interested in looking at the videos if they put them on youtube make a channel etc so every game is a starting point you have to have it it's advertisement so i mean like hopefully that goes on for you or he gets that going like he should be pushing they need to push for advertisement because they don't advertise the game at all so that'd be an easy free platform for the price of a plane ticket, you know? Yeah. So, if anybody who has the power to do so is listening, uh, hit me up, message me. I'll, I, I will gladly do it. Um, anyway, so unless I'm forgetting anything, I think that's all the big stuff that's happened in the last two weeks. Did I? Can you guys think of anything else versus wise that I'm forgetting? Because I didn't take diligent notes like I'm supposed to, as like, like a good host would do. <laughs> Uh, I, would, I would say I'm actually curious. So we're they don't have a there's no format announced post photographic, right? No, that's as far as we know. Not yet. Okay, so there've pretty much been a lot of horrible formats. I'll be the one to say it, be <laughs> negative. I really hope that there is like a uh-huh. like an upswing on this. Um, tire, a quarter of the year being photo, they should do that every year to keep those cards being relevant. Even though now that's just the worst thing ever, they still should do it. Otherwise, you're just going to alienate the card pool, and that doesn't seem like it's healthy. But another nine months, if they do some more like singularity shit, I don't, I'm going to check out, man. It's so, so frustrating. <laughs> Testing for that was the most frustrating variance I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, and I just I hope the next few formats are fun. I just want them to be fun and open. I don't want like blindside MCs that are just obviously going to ruin it. My, just give uh... me a format where like like I think life is too short. Like you can. Call me. We'll see. I mean, if this is backed up at the event, but uh, I don't think there's any one dude that beats the whole format. I think there's a lot of matchup stuff. And there's like at least five playables at the top end, if not ten. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, my biggest problem with singularity format was that it, it like it demolished my collection. Like pulling out one hubs of everything by the end of singularity format, my collection was just in shambles. I had to like spend a whole afternoon going through and reorganizing all that stuff afterwards. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah i agree with that last statement wholeheartedly that was i hated that i hated rebuilding like rebuilding the collection i was like oh this sucks yeah the game's on an up and up uh like if the format wise and the cards they're releasing and the, and the regionals being in stores but now it's on super awesome games to give us uh some balanced formats and good cards you know <laughs> yeah yeah Oh man! Well, hopefully the the Fantastic Four settle do that. I mean, oh, no, it's Doctor Doom, man. Yeah, Doctor Doom's Looking gonna be the next that. that we complain about. Probably he's gonna be the next tier zero. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I really <laughs> hope so. If if they bring that shit out after people wanting it for four years, and he's just like some dumpster like two four that levels to a six six and has five elf, I'm gonna be pissed. Right? <laughs> if we, we have know to get, if we have to be. get another S tier, it may as well be Doctor Doom. 
Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all in on that. I don't fanboy out too much. We usually generally just play for the strict like uh, competitive nature slash uh, trying to outplay all of our friends and talking shit. But the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom is going to be awesome for flavor. The Doctor Doom is just a guy everyone loves. Like he was such a big part of the original versus his fan base is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a big uproar in the comics. Taskmaster just killed him. Did you guys know that? What? Taskmaster just shot and killed Doctor Doom. No way. Yeah. Man, only thing, scenes, dude. Man. Oh man, I hope nobody like freaks out in the comments or whatever because we just spoiled <laughs> this big <laughs> this big event that just happened in the comics. Like I don't give a shit because I don't read modern <laughs> comics, but oh man, I don't really good. either. Someone's going to be listening to this at home, place. and they're going to be like, no! <laughs> no, it was it was just on, all, like, some of the comic boards that I follow a little, a little bit, you know? It was just, like, popping up on my, like, Google feeds and stuff. It's like, what? It's like, Taskmaster killed Dr. Doom. It's like, oh, holy hell. It's like, no way, you know? Uh, sort of thing. But, um... Most of my Crazy. friends, uh, that's that's the part they that's where they usually lie. They're just hype as hell because if you played original versus, not to go on like a tangent, it's just like FF and Doom were like a major part. They ran that game for like two, three years. They were like common enemy. Like they just that that team and his cars were so broken. And uh, he was he played like that. He was designed like that original versus to be the one guy. He was the focal point of the team. Everybody around him was just like a robot or a supporting character that was garbage. He was yeah. the big bad, and he was the mastermind. It was just really well designed, and hopefully they do something like that. I want to see him do some degenerate stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get my hand discarded or anything, but like, I want you know, I want it to be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't see a world where he doesn't come out and and really shake up the game. Like, they really got to bring it with the flavor on this one, and they 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 always do a super awesome game. They're they're always they always hit the flavor right in the bullseye, um, and that's just something that people have been really wanting for the entirety of the game's history so uh, i'm very very excited about that uh i guess we can finish off with uh next week should be our x-files episode probably assuming that i get mine in the mail by by then um i don't know about you guys but i'm actually getting really excited about this set i know we've poo-pooed on photo a little bit this episode but uh uh, I've been binge watching x-files and i'm like almost in season four and uh, I'm, I'm starting to get more and more excited for this box as far as photo goes, it's probably been the most interesting set that I've seen. You know, as far as, like, instead of being more like Robert described earlier, of photographic being, like, just turn your guy, turn your guy, turn your guy set, that's really, to me, the first set that sort of said, like, let's do something different with, with photo. And from that point of view, I think it's kind of interesting. Plus, we still got, like, a main from each uh, each team that hasn't been spoiled yet, so... Be interesting. Yep, yep. Anyways, uh, you guys have any thoughts on X Files or anything, and then we'll uh, close it out. Oh man, uh, I can't wait for Mister Burt. That card's incredible, man. Such a great, <laughs> greatly designed. You know what? Card. You know what, Burt? I'm gonna cross mine out like a sharpie, and I'm gonna put Mega Mind 19 or, or whatever it is <laughs> underneath it. I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give him a little mustache, little Sharpie mustache, Hitler mustache, and a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, there's some there's some broken cards in that set. Um, I don't need to I don't need to walk you down that road. Uh, I will say Jen is is one of the shining stars in photo. The entire format roster or photo roster, um, that card's incredible. 
Uh, pay a blue win the game seems pretty good to me. Uh, and there's some promising things for when we get stomped out by by uh, Outriders in the Outrider Invasion. So we'll see. Uh, I think it's so they didn't preview all the cards, obviously, but they're obviously pushing the envelope of the parallel, the the W.O. like dual team dudes. Uh, like being able to hide, like the best part we liked about photo is my first photo deck was like Dormammu. I just wanted to grind because their eight drops are such bombs. I loved it. I just wanted to get to Thanos and Odin and make it unfun for my opponent. And, uh, it was kind of hard to do that. You just get ran over a lot by like Iron Man, Thor, and now there's the six pieces of shit. And then there's like, so, <laughs> but, but the thing I liked about it is, is now they printed like cards that are like, can get you there. Obviously the marathon, but like the Groot SC, I think that card is like mega underrated. If no one thinks that card is not broken, I don't even understand. That guy, the three health guy who can take wounds for your main character. You can play him on six. You can crash your dude in to get the free wound. And then you can crash the Groot in so he doesn't get lethal or whatever have you. You could just pass, whatever. Hopefully they don't have Hella. Then the next turn, you can crash your main guy in again. So he's like one Groot could potentially be two health if you played it correctly. Then you have the hide mechanic on top of that. Then they just printed a yep. three drop, come in to play heal you in certain situations or use an earth to heal you under any. I mean, like there's just ways to get to the late game now, which is really cool. And I think the control game is actually way more fun because like Thanos is just such a bomb eight. Even like Surtur after Thanos has played Okie Doke and some like resources so they can't recruit and eventually just lose the game. Like obviously these are like really long game plans, but that's fun for me playing the control game, trying to like think out a 20 turn game. It's challenging. I'm excited for that guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you I think, think you could play? What's up, Scott? Do you think you could play twenty turn game in a in a competitive round? I think uh, the hide mechanic, like it'll be difficult. But if you're playing four copies of Groot, maybe like you let the one guy die, the one that doesn't hide, because who cares? I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of well, that's sort of what I said last last time. I kind of like the hide mechanic with the MCs. Like they and... only they don't, they don't have an Iron Man or a Kane per se. Like, uh, so it is not that easy to fuel their, like, spamming of the superpowers. So, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if it's, like, but even if he did it, like, my second idea was, like, using Dormammu. Because he has seven, you already have seven turns. And then you can use the three drop from X-Files to heal for Earth. And then you can also slam yeah. the Groots into play and crash in Dormammu. Because you can manipulate Dormammu to another level and crash into stuff very easily. Buying you just infinite time. I just, it could be really, I think it's really fun. It could be a very viable control deck and it. It's always just really fun to try to play those eights. I just love them. They're great. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm very excited for how it will impact photo-only format, and I'm very excited to, like, just play it out of the box and play, like, Monsters versus FBI agents just sealed out of the box. I think it seems like a really fun product, like a standalone product, and I'm, I'm really excited for it. So, unless I'm forgetting anything huge, which I probably am... That's going to do it for this week in Versus. Uh, one final thing, shout out to the real Metabomb19. Uh, if you're listening to this, let your presence be known so that Bert can stop with this fucking charade because I know that he's full of it. Um, anyways, uh, oh my God. we'll see you guys next time. Uh, you guys want to sign off real quick? Uh, you can plug your podcast or whatever, Bert. Yeah, come hang out with uh, Metabomb19. We're going to uncover the truth, the real truth for Midwinter uh, and and even the, the rest of the game, you know? Come hang out with me. Uh, let's stop the Outrider Invasion once and for all. Let's have some good Midwinter games. Uh, make sure you go to Midwinter this year if you can. Witness history unfold itself. 
And, uh, yeah, that's it. Link below. All right, and uh, thanks for coming on, Scott, and, of course, Smallwood. Always. And uh, Always. <laughs> and, the truth uh, is out there. The truth is out there. <laughs> Just not from Bert, because he's a liar. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call Megamind after the cartoon, you know. If you notice, I'm calling it Megamind, not like you know. <laughs> All right, stop we'll hating stacks. I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing the Lord's work. Stop being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you!